0: Hello, my magical listeners. Welcome to another episode of Making Her Magic, the podcast. I am your host, Amy Phillips, and today have I got some mind-blowing realizations coming your way. I'm going to be talking to those of you who maybe have side hustle ideas or multiple business ideas or multiple passions that you have and simply cannot choose which to pursue. You might be tossing back and forth the idea of quitting your nine to five or starting a new side business, but feel as though you need to pick one or the other or at least be 100% in on each of them. This episode was inspired by Kara Orwell, the owner and founder of The Champagne Diet. She is a New York Times bestseller, coach, Uh, clothing brand and boutique owner, and the list goes on. She also hosts a podcast and she did a short episode talking about how, in her opinion, having a niche is essentially dead and not the be-all and end-all that we all thought it once, once was. It's done, it's old, you don't need one. And up until listening to this podcast, I was in that mindset because I had been brainwashed or I guess, just consuming so much information about building a brand and building an audience that that's all they tell you. Get a niche, get a specific person you want to sell to. And although this has never felt quite right for me, I tried to do it anyway. Fast forward to me listening to Kara's podcast, it finally clicked. The things that I have been feeling about not wanting to drop certain parts of me or what I like in order to fit into this mold I made for myself and this quote unquote niche and having this all or nothing mindset that was playing tug of war with, they just disappeared. First off, I want to talk to those of you who have a business currently or work in a nine to five, just one or the other. Those of you who do both or have multiple jobs as an employee or multiple businesses, I will address you later on. Okay, so you're in a job, whether that be as an employee or a business owner, and you feel like you have an identity, right? You're the organized one, you're the enthusiastic one, you're the ideas person, you're the planner or the creator, but somewhere inside of you, you want to do a little bit of something else, you know, dip your toes into working with numbers more or working more independently or in a team environment, but you feel as though you are where you are and you can't really pivot unless you start all over again and let go of your past identity that you've had by getting a new job or starting a whole new business. We're told that doing multiple things at once is bad. Don't multitask because you're not giving each task 100% of your attention or don't move around jobs because no one will take you seriously enough when they see your resume. We are told to go all in on what we have in this moment because in the past for our parents, that's what worked. You stayed in the same job you got after you graduated and you hopefully would work your way up the chain to get a higher paying position until you hit retirement. The number one thing that the elderly say when asked what their biggest regret is, is not doing more. Doing more of life, seeing more, experiencing more and embracing who they are. The reason you are feeling like dipping your toes into something different isn't necessarily a sign to drop everything you have and start fresh. You can do more than one thing. We are very developed human beings and we are so complex and we can't be put in a box of just one title for our entire lives. If you're one of those people wanting to dip your toes into something else while keeping your current identity, you are what I like to call a multi-passionate, an explorer, You like where you're at, but wish to try new things or want to pursue that great business idea that you had. Multi-passionate people succeed just as well as single-career concentrated people. Don't get me wrong. You don't have to choose what you're going to do for the rest of your life as soon as you graduate. That's such an old mindset. You get to try things out and see what you like. And then two, three, or even 10 years later, you can decide to pursue something else. And in the meantime, you are developing experiences and likes and dislikes that envelop your entire being. No matter what industry or career you're in, you have what we call a personal brand. And it's up to you if that personal brand is consistent at home and in the workplace. You can use this personal brand to guide you to your second, third or fourth passion. You might be into coaching soccer on the weekends, but have never really thought of pursuing it to make money because you already have a nine to five during the week. You might work with big team or lots of people at work and love your alone time at night designing images on your laptop that you could sell, but because it's your alone time, you've never considered trying to make a profit. Think of some of the business people or even influencers that you follow or admire and how many of them have multiple passions that give them multiple streams of income. They don't have to sacrifice their main gig or passion in order to pursue other things and they can be successful while doing it all. And don't think being multiple passionate, it means you're interested in two or more completely separate industries, even though that totally could be the case I'm also talking about exploring different modalities within your current role. So, as an example, Making Her Magic is a coaching business, but it's also a blog and it's also a podcast. I never went into this business thinking that it would be more than just coaching, but here I am with multiple ways of communicating and expressing myself without having to give up any other aspects of the business. How many ideas do you have or experiences you want to experience? but have told yourself not to pursue because of an identity you refuse to share with another. You could be subconsciously stopping yourself from chasing something important to you just because you have identified yourself as just an employee or just a small business owner. Be both. Be multiple. Expand within and try different roles at the same time. Whatever interests you have deserve to be explored. Do you need a pick-me-up? The weekly magic update is for the lady who needs midweek motivation, accountability, and a self-care reminder straight to her inbox. You will receive a special message from myself every Wednesday, guaranteed to give you tangible tips and a fresh perspective. Subscribe by heading to makinghermagic.com, scroll down to subscribe to our newsletter, and enter your email address. See you there. I had a questions box on my Instagram that I used to ask you all if you had any questions about this topic um, of this podcast episode and lots of you answered. So I'm going to be answering a few of the most common questions that I had. Um, the number one most common question that I had was, is it important to master one particular um, career or job or title or Or is it good to explore a lot of options and kind of know what you're doing in lots of different areas, but not be 100% um, the go-to person for each of those, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like the saying of a jack of all trades, but a master of none. but oftentimes better than a master of one. That's actually the full saying. So according to this quote, it's actually better to be um, a jack of all, all trades um, rather than like putting your all of your effort into concentrating on one particular subject or a theme or career or industry uh, and trying out lots of different things because At least in my experience anyway, I've worked in a lot of industries, mainly in the health industry, but I have had, you know, odd jobs in like reception, like admin roles and accounting roles and hospitality roles. And it kind of, it makes you more of a rounded person, like a well-rounded person. Like you experience different people and you get to experience different sides of life. Um, I always say if you've never been a waitress or a server, then you will never fully understand the respect that um, they fully deserve for all of the crap that they have, but that's a conversation for another day. Another one of the popular questions that was asked was, how do you even find your niche? So we're at the end of the podcast now, so you'd know that I, I am not one to preach having a particular niche anyway because we're multipassionate and complex human beings like we're not made to stick with serving one customer for the rest of our lives kind of thing um but i guess the top tips that i would give you if you were wanting to find your niche is to just jot down like your favorite um words or your favorite uh, themes around what you're wanting to do so whether that be like coaching or like a product and then just think of the words that pop into your head and whatever words they are, you can probably expand and then create an avatar or a customer out of those words. Um, and that is how you find your niche. So a niche is essentially when you um, compress down all of your potential customers. And instead of, you know, going, I'm selling to everyone, you go, I'm actually selling to James on the street who is between 20 and 30 years of age and works in hospitality. Um, That is what a particular niche is. And you can sell to one particular customer. And because there's billions of of us on the planet, that one particular customer can turn into hundreds or thousands. And the last question that I'm going to be answering today is about doing it all. So back Coming back to the first question about being in the jack of all trades, um, I'm not saying to go out there and get like six different jobs and do them all at once. I'm talking about trying something for a few months or six months or a year and then moving on to the next when it feels right. Um, I had a few questions come in talking about um, dealing with slumps, like going through um, the low points in your career and then also how to like slow down and like be more present Um And this truly comes to listening to your own body and intuition. So, if you listen to my last podcast where I spoke about um, intuition and like listening to your body and listening to your first instinct and your gut, that is exactly the advice that I'm going to give you right now. So, when you are at a low point in your career, like you're feeling unmotivated or you're just feeling like you're a robot. Come back to yourself, sit in in silence with yourself and listen to what your mind is telling you to do. Is it telling you just to slow down and chill for a little bit or is it telling you to explore other options? Is it telling you to talk to your boss about a different position or a pay rise or a relocation? There are so many options out there now we are so lucky to live in this day and age where we can work remotely we can ask for those pay rises with confidence we can um, you know ask to be relocated if we wanted to there are so many different options and so if you're in a slump at the moment then I highly recommend sitting with yourself and asking you those honest questions and listen to your honest answers even if they feel uncomfortable if they feel scary like if it's something you've never thought of before but you've been or maybe you've been too scared to admit that you wanted this it's time to pursue it because there's no better time than the present as we all know the past two years has been super crazy and you know anything can happen tomorrow so why would you put off the inevitable if you feel like one day you're going to get there or one day you'll ask for this why wait like ask now um, ask for what you deserve, and if you feel like changing up jobs and you know you need to make coffee in the meantime, become a barista, like whatever, who cares as long as you are happy because at the end of the day, if you're in a slump for six months or a year, like that is such a waste of time like why would you want to feel shit or unmotivated or like blah for that long? I personally would hate that <laughs> and I get it. Sometimes it's unavoidable. Like we can't just, you know, cut our wage in half because we want to, you know, find ourselves. Um, But if there's a will, there's a way. There is always a way um, for anything that we want in life and things, good things happen to those who believe it. If you believe good things happen from all your decisions, congratulations, good things will happen. Okay, we are at the end of the episode. I'm going to leave you with some questions that you can sit with and answer in your own time. What do you think your personal brand is? Or in other words, who are you? What makes you, you? What do you think or talk about the most? What do people see you as or what makes them think of you? All of these questions are things that create our identity and influence the decisions that we make. I really enjoyed making this episode for you all and doing all of the research. Thank you so much again for submitting your questions. I would love for you to share this podcast with your friends who might be needing to hear what I have to say today. Thank you again and I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. I know how valuable your time is, so I really appreciate you choosing to tune in every single week. If you haven't already, please follow at Making Her Magic on Instagram and come and join our free Facebook community by searching Making Her Magic Community in the Facebook app. Don't forget to wear sunscreen today. Bye.